First in the morning, SAFM Sunrise with Stephen Grutis. Several developments around Car Powerships, the Turkish company that once that has, has won a bid and wants to uh, anchor several of its ships in ports around the country and provide electricity using liquefied natural gas. Last week came news of an, the idea of an offset. They would literally buy land and give that land to government to be kept for nature conservation, so that would protect, for example, rhinos. In return, they would be allowed to, I suppose the correct word would be, to befoul, uh, to damage uh, a wetland that is used currently by birds on the coast. In the meantime, that's in KwaZulu-Natal, in Saldana Bay, it looks like another legal challenge may be looming to the idea of anchoring a ship there. Liz McDade is from the Green Connection. Liz, good morning. Good morning to you and all your listeners. I know you'll have been watching the situation regarding the offsets, the idea. I imagine, I'm just guessing here, Liz, but I'm imagining you'll oppose that. Yes, <laughs> it seems most uh, bizarre to, to I mean, there is this offset idea in our legal framework, but you have to swap out le- like for like. I mean, we at the Green Connection don't really agree with it because we believe the whole idea to try and restore and rehabilitate and choose our development options so that we, we help the planet rather than sort of allowing continued destruction with a little bit of offset. Um, but that one, you know, Rhino game farm versus, uh, you know, internationally renowned wetland estuary doesn't make so much sense to me. You've been looking at the issue in Seldana. What kind of legal challenge could be mounted there? And in the end, this all comes back. The person who makes the decision, and she's reminded me of this twice, is Barbara Creasy. Yeah, well, this is an interesting one in Saldana. Um, if you remember, you know, we've had this continuous thing of the car power, you know, sort of getting their EIA to a certain point and then it's not quite right. So then they get another chance to come back and redo it again. And in this latest round, we objected. Um, and then we found that Miss Creasy made her decision and didn't actually have our response in front of her when she made it. So from the lawyer's perspective, that just is just not right because we therefore were silenced. We didn't have our voices heard. And that's one of the fundamental tenets of our law is that you have a right to be heard. Um, And so the department has admitted that our um, submission wasn't before her when she made her decision. Uh, and so we've literally asked her, is she going to take herself to court to overturn it or, you know, because that would be the better and better option from our perspective. Um, but if she doesn't, then our legal team feels they will probably go to court. There are many things happening here. There are issues around the grid access, the grid allocation to Eskimo mm. power ships that uh, was supposed to end at the end of August, now ends at the end of December, if I remember correctly. Um, yes, you're right. Also, our, our um, national grid is changing in many different ways. Um, I say that because we know that people have spent 65 billion rand since the end of April last year, up until now, on rooftop solar PV if you play this out long enough, and this may be your strategy, Liz, if you play this out long enough, there won't be a need for car power ships. Well, I mean, we haven't actually thought of it like that because at the time when the emergency bid was put in place, which is now two years ago, and they were supposed to be up and running within 18 months, I mean, we were, you know, happy that something was going to be done. But then it's dragged on and on, and car power got into the bidding round, and there's been a lot of controversy around that, how they even got... To the, to the preferred bidder. And I think the important thing now, which is the breaking news, is the story from Sierra Leone that 
the government's been paying, I think, half the tariffs to car power, subsidizing, in effect, because of whatever deal they struck there, and which is why we have taken the generation license of car power to court as well, because they didn't reveal what they're going to pay. And remembering that these are the things like you're buying gas internationally and whatever the international gas price does, and we've seen it go up and down because of the Ukraine-Russia issue. And the second thing is it's pegged to the dollar because things are bought in dollars. And you know what the dollar's done over the last uh, 18 months. So, you know, whatever they said they could do it for in 2021 is probably not what they're going to offer in 2023. And like you say, there are now, you know, uh, more options on the table, different options, cheaper options. And so, yes, it could be by the time Carpar gets to a, get a final decision, you know, the, the, the need will be gone. Um, and quite frankly, all over the world, we see car power being, uh, you know, filled with controversy wherever they are. So, so um, it might be a lucky escape if, uh, if they don't come at all. Liz McDade from the Green Connection, thank you, as you can hear, against car powerships. Car powerships, uh, to my understanding, have only done one media interview or two media interviews in South Africa in the last several years. We have repeatedly asked them uh, to come on. 23 after 8.